Blog Talk Radio.
On tonight's episode of Confession. Session? It looks like there's a lot of drama going on between Khloe Kardashian and Jordan Woods. What's going on with Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion linking up on Instagram? And Lisa Ray calls Nicole Murphy a homewrecker. What's good, guys? This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello, and you're listening to the one of the only Confession. Confession! I can't yell because I'm outside right now. So I'm not going to yell. All right, I'm done. Aww. Turn the music off. <laughs> Turn it off. Oh, calm down, okay? Don't don't come to me like that because first of all, you know, you've been a bad person. So anyways. Um, how's everything been going with you, Jonathan? Everything's been good. Uh my week has been pretty normal. Um, working all the time. Working all the time, being ugly. Um making you know, money. trying to do some stuff. Nigga, I I wish I was making more. Okay. I'm trying to find, you know, my place in life. I've been trying to meditate lately, you know, and just, you know, I'm just playing, I'm being ugly. But no, same shit, just being, oh. just being ugly, like I said, just chilling, working. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm excited tonight. Um, Mr. Hughley, the legendary D.L. Hughley, um, he invited me to um, his comedy show tonight. Also, that's the old season I'm trying to go this weekend. Um, but yeah, he put me on a list to, you know, still get in the show. So I'm excited. You know, he's like, like I said, I've said a million times. Yeah. Yeah. But I've seen the show like a million times. He's like one of my favorite people. So, you know, comedian wise, you know, activism wise, and then knowing him personally and how awesome he is, you know, it's just, I just think he's really dope. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a good night. We're about to have fun. Uh, me and the babe, we're about to turn up and, you know, have some laughs. So, but, yeah, what's going on with you? That sounds wonderful. Um, nothing much. Everything is just, just working on, you know, life and making sure, you know, everything is copacetic. Um, my kids are starting to walk, so it's really cool. Um, shout out to my twin boys. They'll be one years old in a couple of days. So um, that's pretty much it, guys. I mean, everything has just been straight, all right, you know, living life and trying to continue to grow and be a better person than I was yesterday. All right, with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to our topic. So before we move into into our topics, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, Anchor, and, of course, this podcast from Blog Talk. Send us those confessions at confession of number two us at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. John, why don't you go ahead and hit them with that young confession question after the sparkle? Confession question. Confession question. If your spouse lets themselves go and are no longer sexually attracted to your and you are no longer sexually attracted to your spouse after years of conversation and no changes, does that give you the right to move on? Again, if your spouse lets themselves go and you are no longer sexually attracted to your spouse after years of conversation and no change, does that give you the right to move on? And we can get started with those confessionals, Miss Angel Vondrina. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. So first confession, and this is according to wrapup.com. 
All right, Hot Girls Unite, Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion surprised their fans by going live on Instagram on Saturday. It was all positive vibes as the ladies celebrated each other and even discussed a potential collaboration during the candid conversation. Meg began by praising Nicki, whose music she grew up listening to. We are gagging right now. We are dead, she said. Yes, we love you. Oh, my God. Since motherfucking 2008, when I was in eighth grade, I could listen to rap on my own. The topic then turned to education. My only regret in life is not going to college, said Nikki, who graduated from LaGuardia High School of Music and Art and Performing Arts. That's my only whole regret in life. I just wanted to go to college to say I did and have that experience. I always feel like when I see people go to college, I'm vicariously, I'm living vicariously through them. Despite being tempted to quit school due to her success, Meg said she plans to finish her college education. She is currently a senior major in healthcare administration. Nothing to do music. I just wanted to open up some assisted living facilities in my city, she said. She explained. Minaj revealed that her plan A was acting before she turned to music. Meg then shared her love for Minaj's Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape track, Slumber Party, before twerking to it while they rapped along. Stop playing with Nicki Minaj like she ain't the motherfucking goat, said Meg. During the 15-minute session, they discussed Minaj's Megatron Challenge, and Meg said she's dropping her Hot Girl Summer single soon by her popular motto. We finally giving them a Hot Girl Summer song, she said. She also joked about Nicki being too busy to jump on the track, which features Ty Dollar Sign. Meg is about to start recording her album and wants to collaborate with Nicki. We need the queen, she said. The queen then shared her advice for Meg as she readies her debut. Don't overthink it and don't beat yourself up, she said. All the times when I be working on albums, I be stressing myself the fuck out. And then when I just kind of let my hair down, so to speak, for like freestyles and stuff, that's what they love. They ended by making plans to meet up in Los Angeles. Don't run from me, friend, said Meg, while Nikki thanked her for her support. I really, really appreciate you, she said. That means a lot to me. All the nice and all the sweet things that you've ever said, it means the world to me. What do you think about this, Angel Vondrina? The queen and the hot girl. Yeah, I think it's interesting just because, you 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 know, we've seen a lot of different people come out. You know, we've seen uh, Nicki Minaj going in on Trina. We've seen Nicki Minaj going in on uh, Cardi B. And I wonder what the difference is between Megan Thee Stallion. And I feel like the difference is, is that Megan Thee Stallion kind of bows Nicki down. Nicki Minaj didn't win on Trina. Oh, you are the... Wait, I don't mean to cut you off, but Nicki Minaj never went on all Trina. They friends. Well, I mean, you could say that, but I really felt some type of way when she did the the um, the verse um, with Ludacris, and she was just like, you know, Trina came from, well, Ludacris and Trina, and then Nicki Minaj was just like, ask Lil Wayne who the spies are, bitches, you know, after, um, after you know, uh, Ludacris and, uh, no, after Trina and uh, Nicki Minaj had that rap. You know, so I was just like, wow, like, why is she talking about Ag Lil Wayne? You know, because Trina and Lil Wayne used to date. And I just thought that was a shot, you know, um, when I first heard that. Years ago, obviously. But I do feel like they yeah. had some type of, it was awkward. It was awkward. Like, who, who sits on the track and just, you know, Trina comes from, she's a five-star bitch. And then Nicki Minaj starts on asking Lil Wayne who the five-star bitch is. Like, that was a total shot. Like, I don't care what anybody say. That shit was bogus. And it was just no need for all of that. But anyways, um... It did, that happened, but once again, like I said, it was a long time ago. So I just feel like Nicki Minaj and the culture, she just really having vibes with any women like that. 
you know, because I felt like women, you know, they, they knew what they were going to go about. They knew what they were doing. And I feel like Megan Thee Stallion, like, she knows what she's trying to do as well. But she also looked at Nicki Minaj as a mentor or somebody who she possibly want to be like or, you know, as far as what the glow up is. And I feel like Nicki Minaj is like, okay, let me take you under my wing, little girl. Um, and teach you some shit, and I feel like she enjoys it, and she likes that, and that's why she's probably doing that with Megan Thee Stallion, you know, even though she didn't have time, as you stated, to be on her, um, on her album, I think that she may make time next, you know, whatever's coming up next. Um, I think it's, like I said, interesting, and I'm here for it. Let's see what it is. I really don't listen to a lot of Megan Thee Stallion. I see a lot of people quoting her stats, and you know, sound a lot like city girls um, to me, but I don't know. Oh, you know, no, um, no. But I'm, no, please don't. Please but tell don't. me, tell me, tell me. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me, tell me, because I don't know. Because I just say I don't know. I mean, her, so her, her so. flow is so much. <laughs> for once, she writes all her music, and she her flow is so much better than city girls. Like, that's it's not even no comparison. Like, I know they're both new artists, and they both ruling summer hey. as female rap artists, but it's just like, Megan Thee Stallion is clearly talented. To me, City Girls, I love the City Girls, but they're definitely a gimmick. They're not going to be around in the long run. You know, they're just about to have a, mm-hmm. a fun couple of years, two, three years, and then that'd be it. But I, I see Megan Thee Stallion being instrumental. You know what I'm saying? Still, like, you think Megan Thee Stallion like Cardi B? I think that she's going to surpass Cardi B eventually. In my, Ooh, in my personal opinion, okay. I, I think that I think okay. that Cardi B okay. is right now in her prime. I don't I don't see Cardi B getting more famous than where she is currently. I don't mm-hmm. know. I could be surprised. You know what I'm saying? She is, you know, doing her job as far as like she's she's a hard worker. You know, I heard she's killing it on tour. So, you know, maybe you know you maybe Huh yeah, maybe she she might be eventually um, out here. Not do you think it's because Cardi B had a baby? I don't know. Is that some people they oh. just realize what they and they have that they have that drive and they see the bigger picture and they got a good team around them as mm-hmm. well. You know what I'm saying? That won't okay. let them forget. You know what I'm saying? The big picture. Um, but as far as the whole the group, Megan, not the group, but the the Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. I'm here for it. I think that it would be super dope for them to collaborate together. They're both very talented, and I, I hope that this time Nicki Minaj does what she should have did with Cardi B. I, You know, everyone says yeah. that Nicki Minaj should have embraced Cardi B and made Cardi B look this. You know what I'm saying? Because just like Megan Thee Stallion, um, Cardi B was a huge fan of Nicki Minaj. But, you know, you realize that somebody – She's, uh, you know, is insecure, and then they see, look at it as you come from that spot, and it's just like you are never going to be as hot as you were when you first came out. Like, you know what I'm saying? That new hot shit is, is a different compared to just being a superstar and holding your ground, you know? Like, I, I feel like it's it's a big difference. Like, I yeah. remember Jay-Z was was talking about it. I don't I don't know the the quote verbatim, but he was just saying like you know, that he was saying like it was like it was some documentary about him going on tour. It was like Rockefeller and all World Riders Day and went on tour. And he was like um talking about how he knew he was not going to be as hot as he was 
whatever album that was. But he was like, that new artist, I'm going to catch him and I'm going to sign him. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's, and he that's thought, exactly, he, I agree. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. I was just saying, no, I agree. But that's what I think Nicki Minaj is, like, what, what she's doing right now. It's like, okay, Nicki Minaj, we all, we listen to her music. When Nicki Minaj first came out, she was a motherfucking goon. Not to say that she's not a goon now, but it's more female artists that are coming out as rappers now, and a lot of people there are interested in what they have to say. So now that Megan Thee Stallion, you know, her and Cardi B, they obviously don't get along. They clash. Shit really didn't work out like it's supposed to. Megan Thee Stallion, she don't have any beef for her. So now they're probably going to go ahead and collab. But Miss Minaj is looking for opportunity to make more money, not an opportunity to sit up there and collab with people, but possibly find people, get more money flowing in without her having to actually do any work. You know what I'm saying? Unless she wants to. So that's why I feel like Megan Thee Stallion is coming in at, and I feel like that's a really, really, really good investment, and she feels like Megan Thee Stallion is going to be the next her, you know what I'm saying, to scoop her under her wing, get this money popping, you know what I'm saying? So many artists have done that. Beyonce did it with Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Uh, many people, this, it's been out there. So I think that is really, really a, a good investment if that's what she's doing. And many people, they, that's what they're thinking is should be should be happening. So, you know, I'm once again interested to see what happens with the situation. I agree. I agree. All right, well, with that being said, now we're going to go ahead and move on to the very next topic. Okay, guys, so according to BuzzFeed.com, for those who don't know, James is a basketball player for the Houston Rockets. He dated Khloe Kardashian for eight months in 2015, a year that he called the worst of his life in 2017. Sports Illustrated profile because he said that he did not like all the attention that he was getting. Now, Jordan and James were both in Texas and, according to TMZ, ended up sitting in booths next to each other. However, videos soon hit social media showing James Harden sitting while Jordan danced in front of him. Apparently, the pair arrived at a club separately. Um, separately, but they shared mutual friends. And that's how they ended up merging. According to the report, it was completely consensual. Um, and pretty much with Jordan, there was nothing going on with her and James. But the video comes uh, at a petty, awkward time, considering the recent drama between Jordan and the Kardashians, which had been rumbling since February when reports claimed that Jordan was hooking up with Chloe's then ex-boyfriend, Tristan Thomas, who she had a baby with. Now, John, my question is, what is going on? I mean, Jordan and so with Tristan, apparently or allegedly, now she's staying out there on the scene with James, you know, like, is, is this just a bad vendetta that she has against the Kardashians, uh, specifically aimed at Chloe, Or, I mean, is she just living her best life? Like, what, what's happening? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel. I, I think that she just don't give a fuck. I think that she's just on her. <laughs> she's just taught, like, she learned from what they did. Like, you know what I'm saying? They were around people and were friends with people, and then eventually would take people in, all mm-hmm. of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you can't get mad. Like, if you were, were like, reading when people were talking about it on the blog and the comments were, 
Chloe mad that she getting the Chloe pulled on her. Like she's Chloe's upset because <laughs> people are doing the same shit to her that she's done to all these all to people all these years. So it's you know what I'm she slept with Lauren. She slept with Lauren London man. She slept with Trina man. Like she, that's what Chloe was known what? for. Yeah. Yeah. Back when Trey Songs and Lauren London used to date, Chloe slept with Trey Songs. Like. Ew. Yeah, like that's just that's just who she was. She's a hoe, you know. So it's like you can't get mad because. So she getting what she got, so that's that karma for her. Right. Ass. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, that's, yeah. I, I I don't really care. You know, I just hope that Jordan don't. You know, I know she's living her best life, but it's like, girl, you don't want to become no industry hoe, no industry that child. But, yeah, you won't. But you know, different You're people. Right, they move differently. They they might be comfortable with, you know, dating one person. Okay. Um, they she might be around with everybody. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, honestly, you know, my thing is, I think today, karma is a bitch, and what you do to other people is going to definitely happen to you. So people just be ready for it. You need to sit up there and mess around with somebody and then think that everything is only sweet, think that somebody's not going to do the exact same thing that you do to them because it's definitely going to happen. You may not expect it, but it's going to happen. With that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. All right, y'all, next topic. And this is according to Blackstar.com. Monique has made it clear that she's got some bones to pick with Charlemagne the God. And she's never been afraid to let it show. During a recent interview with Comedy Hot, the comic um, actress discussed her own battle with her mental health and how her husband and later on their podcast, Monique and Sydney's open relationship, has helped with that. But when the interviewer mentioned that the Breakfast Club host is a proponent of black people looking after their mental health, she burst into laughter. I won't even accept that that he is advocating for mental illness, she says. Stop it, Leonard. Leonard, you're advocating for mental illness? The comic then expounded on why she had that response. I've seen and heard the destruction that that brother has done in our community, she explained. I've heard the poison he's pulled out over the air in our community. Now everyone is allowed to change. Everyone can wake up and say, you know what? I now see it differently. But I think that that the only way that we make change in our community is to first acknowledge that we were a big part of the damage. I think that that brother played a big part in the destruction of our community. Husband Sidney Hicks cut in to say he feels Charlotte has a lack of empathy and that there's a level of consideration for people that I haven't seen him give for his interview subject. He also says that the radio host doesn't have the life experience to be an authority to speak as an expert on subjects like mental health due to his apparent death, um, dearth of compassion. Back in February 2018, Monique visited Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club and responded to his de- de- designation of her as the donkey of the day after her call to boycott. Um, yeah, well, where am I at? Uh, where am I at? Um, Netflix. The comedian <laughs> took issue with the, the comedian took issue with the streaming service in 2017 over what she said was unfair to pay for proposed comedy special. What happens is when you're basing off of what you're assuming she said, 
and then you give me a title of Donkey of the Day. Is your mother still alive? And you're from what city in South Carolina? Monk's Corner, South Carolina? And if I was to call your mother or your grandmother, would they tell me stories of inequality that they had to deal with? So would your mother be a donkey? Would your grandmother be a donkey? After Kensha Wynn of the Comedian's new interview, the radio host responded on The Breakfast Club. I'm praying for Monique. I want Monique to find the healing she needs. She's been talking about the same things and the same people for the last 15 years, he says. I'm new to the conversation, but the Oprah, the Tyler Perry, the Lee Daniels, everybody else is always a problem. And even if those people did her wrong, she got to let that hurt go because it's not good for her mental health. I really do pray she finds it in her heart to forgive them because the only way she's going to find peace because I don't want, I don't hear a woman who's at peace. Charlemagne also seemingly responded to Monique with a recent Instagram post in which he simply wrote the caption, if everywhere you go there's a problem, guess what? Get a problem. Yep, yep. What you think, Miss Angel? Yep. I, I don't want to sound like that person, but I do want to, I mean, maybe Monique did her research, but I really feel like once again she's dragging the same stuff on, like, Okay, we we know what Charlemagne did. You know, we know what he stated to you. We know how you feel. We know that you're upset about it. But you now be in a blog talking about Charlemagne destructing the community, our community. Like, what did he say to distract it in a hundred percent our community? They had to do with Monique. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought she was doing a whole lot. You know, and if she put as much effort as she does in Charlemagne. Then she did her acting as well as her, you know, her comedy and stuff. Like, she wouldn't have to do this. This wouldn't be her angle to try and stay relevant. You know, it's just really frustrating. Me personally, not anybody else who may have their own opinion, but I just don't feel like shit. Like, he didn't distract me from shit. You know what I'm saying? I was still looking at shit from Donald Trump. I was still doing reviews and, and searching on people who was up there fucking around with other people, men. And Charlamagne, all he did was talk about equality. And I feel like, honestly, Charlamagne made us more aware of what was going on because it made me want to do research on other people who have been making more money than Monique and the reasons why, their resumes, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like he distracted me from anything. I feel like he possibly made me more aware in that conversation that they had made me want to go ahead and research what the hell was being talked about, but definitely not distracting me from anything else that I had going on. So um, I'm not really sure why she's still doing it and why she's still talking about this whole Netflix, bringing this up, distracting. Like, it, it's just bizarre. And honestly, like I said, I feel like it's a way to stay relevant. She just needs to go ahead and continue working out, making them beastie-ass workout videos so I can watch them and wish I was her, you know, hand like that, and keep it moving. And, and, and getting more movies. You know, I would love to see Monique going in on somebody again, you know what I'm saying, or laughing at her comedy shows. She's so much more in what she's acting, you know, as what she's presenting herself to be. Go ahead and be who you are, you know what I'm saying? Get that money at the end of the day. She can do it. She just needs to go ahead and push herself like everybody else is, even if it's something that she at work that she's not used to doing. But that's all I have to say about it. Jen, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I already said my thoughts, didn't I? I didn't say how I felt. No, you didn't, Jen. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't say how I felt, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the <your> question. 
<laughs> you like to get shut the fuck up. You read um, the story. You didn't say your feelings, okay? No, I I mean, I understand both sides. Like, I do feel like, yes, at one point Charlemagne was destructive. He did say a lot of negative things. He did have a lot of negative viewpoints, but you do have to allow people the right to grow. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And as far as with Monique, I do think that she is hung up on Dissing Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, and Oprah Winfrey, but she yeah. also has valid, valid points as well. You know, black women yeah. are not paid in life than any other any mm-hmm. other counterparts, whether it's black men or white women, and definitely not white men. You know, so I get both sides at the end of the day. I just I want Monique to win ultimately. I hope that yeah. something excuse me. I hope that something eventually comes okay. from this that is positive. Like I really want her to just have like this ground breaking role that's gonna put her back on top because she's just so talented. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and it's needed. Mm-hmm. You know. But that's pretty much it. All right, you guys. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our final topic of the evening. Okay, guys. So according to CelebrityInsider.org, Nicole Murphy is already receiving backlash for her Italian rendezvous with married director Anton Fuak, or is it Fuak? I don't know. But this morning, Eddie Murphy was twice was called out by Lisa Ray McCoy for behaving inappropriately with her ex-husband, too. Over a decade ago, in the celebrity rumor circuit, a story about Nicole and Michael Mystic having an affair while he and Lisa Ray circulated. Now, while um, this was no surprise to some of the people that Lisa Ray was the first person to go in as far as the comments go, and really just snap and, and tell a story about Nicole Murphy smooching another married man. Um, Lisa Ray commented, girl, I had Nikki Murphy. You went again? You went after an act, uh, a Layla, and I believe her last name is pronounced. Again, is it Roshan or Rohan? Layla Rashawn. Uh, Rashawn, Okay. Yeah, I know I'm slow when it comes down to people's names, so don't don't come at me like that. Now, husband, two, she was like, taking my head so long again. Now, Lisa Ray's sister, the brat, confirmed on Dish Nation that many women, including Nicole, went after Lisa Ray's husband. TMZ caught up with the actress who didn't mince words when she was asked about the situation. She said, Lisa Ray, that's true. That's absolutely true. Here's the thing. We've all done something that we regret. We've all made mistakes, and we all learn from that. But when you start doing it and being messy enough to do it among family, how does a family kick turn into I'm sorry, apology? What do you mean? You didn't know that she was married? We all knew she was married, and that was 20 years. That's history. We don't do that amongst friends because there's no loyalty there. There's no loyalty. You got to look up, and the person you invited to your house and you're celebrating your birthday, and you're going to games with, you got to look up, and they're in Italy with your husband? Bullshit. She also spoke on how Layla uh, must be feeling at the moment. She just pretty much stated that she knows that it's hard and that, you know, she she pretty much wants the best for her um, because 
that's this is someone who she used to see it around next to her and and she just you know, she's like, Is this really like really? What? Really? Why? Why would you do something like this? Um, McCoy also spoke on whether she thinks that Nicole Murphy is a homewrecker or not. She said, I don't know if she's a homewrecker or not. I can't say that, but I know she's doing it in people's homes and she's wrecking it. Yeah, what do you think about Nicole Murphy, Eddie Murphy's ex wife? Um, her fucking around with a bunch of married men. The fact that she's a single Capricorn and that she's doing the most. What do you think about this? I think that is lame. Like, I mean, what what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the point right. of? Like you said, like this is a this has been a marriage of 20 years, a marriage that you're familiar with, a marriage that your best friend, I mean, your ex husband's friends, you know what I'm saying? People that you've met time mm-hmm. and time and again, like she said, yeah. some a, a person that you've been in their home. Like, what is the purpose of sleeping with? that married man, when you have a plethora of opportunities, like you're Nicole Murphy, you're a beautiful woman yeah, who has access. Beautiful to, woman, stank-ass attitude. Right. You know what I'm saying? But who, who who knows, you know, the right people that can get any guy she wanted. Like, it's like, what what is the reasoning behind you wanting to sleep with your friends, man, someone who, who they've been with, you know, and also, oh, but we're gonna, that's going to be our top of the day, so never mind. Never mind. What, what is your thoughts? I think that's fucked up. If I had a best friend, you know, and I would bring them around. They've been around my life all of this time, and, and my husband and her decided to fuck around with each other. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine, first of all. Second of all, you know, she, she stated – I feel real bad for Layla because a lot of people they've been on her on her Instagram, on her Facebook, whatever the case. Like, what do you expect your husband to say favorite to you when you gained this much weight, this and that and other? Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? And once again, that's our topic of the day. But they on some bullshit. Like, I just feel like I will. I really do feel bad for Layla, and I feel like I'm not really sure. I feel like the fact that the photos are captured that she sat up there chilling, living her best life. She's battling lupus right now, and she sees her husband in Italy with another bitch who she's supposed to call her best friend, you know what I'm saying, kissing on the Internet. That is an image that you can never, ever get out of your head. So I'm pissed off for her because no woman should have to deal with no shit like that. If you wanted to go around and fuck around with her best friend, you should have let her know that the, that the situation, the marriage, whatever the case was, wasn't working out. You should have sit up there and cheat on her with the fucking other woman. And all we've seen was kissing, but you know they got more cracking than that. So I don't even, I, Layla needs to just punch him in his goddamn face. I hope that he come back home and she poisoned his food. Poison the nigga. Okay, Layla? Poison the nigga. Okay? Nigga, right. not poison. <laughs> poison them, okay? With that being said, guys, we got to go ahead and move on to our confession question of the day. <laughs> okay, guys, so our confession of the day actually has to do a lot, lot with what happened with Layla, um, who looks like Robert, Robin Givens. Doesn't she look like Robin Givens? I was like... Are these super pretty women? Oh my goodness! I guess they're not. I mean, they, anyway, they do look um, like, but Layla, Layla, 
is a bad bitch. Like Layla is to me is just drop dead gorgeous. Like I think she's so fucking pretty. Hello? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Don't say hello like we on the phone having a good ass conversation without people listening. But anyways, guys. Um before we get into our um oh not before, but let let's just talk about our confession questions today. Now if your spouse let themselves go, you know, they gain weight, they got too skinny, whatever the case is, they let themselves go. And you are no longer sexually attracted to that person after years. You converse with them. You say, hey, let's work this out. Let's get this weight on point. Or, you know, let's get whatever the case is that you're attracted to as far as their appearance goes. And there has been no change in years. Does that give you the right to move on to another person? Jen, what are your thoughts? Can you move on because your spouse, you're no longer attracted to them? No, I think that's fucked up, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um Thank God, me or mine, you know, don't really, as far as the weight gain, like, that's not a big issue. Of course, if somebody's, like, obese and it's, like, my 600-pound life, like, that's that's not cool. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, like, people people gain weight in relationships. Like, that's something that I've been battling. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first met Chris, I was snatched. But, you know, that's also been my life, too. I've always been a yo-yo. I'm up one year, I'm down the next year, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't I don't ever feel like Chris stopped being attracted to me. Anything I feel like now, it's like, you know, our sex life is, has gotten even better, you know what I'm saying? But And I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's super in the gym, but, y'all, I love, like, you know, his flaws. Like, I, I think his love handles are so sexy. Like, and, I, and I'm not even, like, exaggerating like I really feel that way like you know what I'm saying like, like I just want to lose weight I want to do this on I'm like you look amazing please don't lose weight please please I don't want no super Aww, fit so you know six pack you know everything perfect kind of nigga like I need I need some thickness to to hold on to so you know um <laughs> thank god you know we're not like that in our relationship but I mean I feel like it's fucked up, but it's just if somebody does feel that way, but you kind of have to understand both sides. Like, if you have got into a relationship and they were a super fit person, they were into fitness, and then they totally turned into something else, you know. But at the same time, I don't feel like that was a real relationship to see them again with. Like, weight gain is, is stopping you from being attracted to that person. Like, I don't know. I'm not here for it. My person don't agree, you know. But looking at him and looking at her is clearly a difference, you know, but she does have lupus, like you said. So, you know, I guess it would be one thing if, if I mean, he's wrong because these are outside kids in general, but it would be one thing because it is, it's, it's motherfuckers like that who who are clearly out of shape and they'll talk about their spouse, their spouse and gain, you know, 15, 20 pounds, they want to pick it up. And it's like, motherfucker, like, they accept your big ass. Like what you know, and I think it'll be one thing if he was doing that shit like if he was this rich, powerful director, and he only dated bad bitches, and he matched his wife that looked like how she looked and waited to excel. But it's another thing I feel like because he still has maintained what he looks like, and she kind of let herself go, you know. But like I said, I still don't think it's wrong, you know. I don't think that. That should cause the end of a relationship, but if that is the reason, I think that is something that you need to let your partner know. I don't think that gives you a right to cheat, 
you know, but if you are one of those people where it's just like the physical really does matter, you know, and you gain the weight, I'm no longer attracted to you. If you're honest about it, I mean, it's fucked up, and I think you're a bad person, but at least you're being honest, you know. What do you think? So I think that, once again, as you said, I think it's extremely fucked up that he went ahead and he messed around and cheated on her. I feel like Robin, not really Robin giving a clean game. I feel like Layla in the situation, she, um, you know, I feel like definitely let herself go. But it's not all about letting yourself go. I know my mother-in-law, she had lupus. And she was, when I first met her, she was a tiny, itty-bitty thing. But the medication she had been taking blew her up. I mean, blew her up, like, to the point where she had been talking about her weight. And it's not something that you can control. It's a medication that keeps you stable, that keeps your body together. You know what I'm saying? It keeps you from, you know, passing away from the issue that you have. So maybe with her taking the medication, that blew her up. I mean, you can work out. You can do all of this different shit. But because you still are trying to stay alive, you're battling this issue. You know what I'm saying? This is what causes you to gain weight. So the fact that she's battling this issue as young as she is, because she's only, you know, in her 50s, you know what I'm saying, battling this issue as young as she is and not even and her husband is out there kissing other bitches. That's horrible. In my opinion, I feel like, you know, there have been many times in my relationship where I got up to almost 300 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Um, there have also been times in my relationship where I got down to, you know, 190, 80 pounds. You know what I'm saying? I've been small. I've been big. I've been medium, you know. And, I mean, there have been different things that have happened in a relationship. I mean, I remember being at one of my largest and being so happy and then being in my smallest and being, you know, like, oh, very unhappy in my relationship and not knowing what's going on. So I don't really feel like it should be about the the, the physical appearance, but how you're treating someone. I feel like that's what's really important in a relationship. And if you skinny as hell, you fine as a bitch, but you treat me like shit, then, you know, maybe I need to go ahead and look at other options. But if I'm, you know what I'm saying, whatever the other case is, you know, skinny as hell, sweet, you know, then maybe, you know what I'm saying, everything is good to go. I don't know. But I just feel like in this situation right here with um, Layla and um, Nicole, I just feel like this is all bad. And I feel like she's a bitch-ass host. And I don't like her personality. And I feel like that maybe that's why she's single right now. And I don't know. Overall, I don't. I feel really bad for Layla, and um, if that was me, I, I, I honestly wouldn't say what I would do in that situation. I'm battling a, a cancer pretty much, um, you know, by myself. I've been with this man all these years, and he's up there kissing other bitches. And I'm really pissed off that people are talking about her weight. Like, you let yourself go. Like, bitches really just don't understand, you know what I'm saying, what self-medications do to your body. So it just pisses me off that. She was going in on her shit, and she's battling this disease. She's not 20 years old anymore. You know, this is a grown-ass woman and that has had kids and all of this other stuff. People don't understand that shit. So this is really frustrates me that I'm saying this shit. And Nicole Murphy, like, if I, first of all, I don't like the bitch name. 
second of all, if I come and see her in person, I'm just going to bop her on her goddamn lips. Like, bitch, you fucking around with married people, man? Bop. That's it. Just bop. You know, I don't like her. Oh, wait. I don't like her. <laughs> bop. Other than that, y'all, um, that's all I have to say. A man should definitely not mess around with somebody else because of, you know, what your physical appearance looks like. If you're beating them down and, and, and putting them underneath the jail, maybe they may want to. But once again, discuss this. The communication is everything in a relationship. And if you're not talking to your spouse, letting them know what the deal is, then, you know, obviously, how are they going to know? But if you're discussing that you guys want a therapy, you're working on a weight, shit ain't changing, she's sneaking donuts and McDonald's and cookies and shit like that, then maybe she just don't want to change, you know what I'm saying? So maybe at that point you say, hey, this shit ain't working out, but if you're really trying to change it, get your shit together because y'all, for better or for worse, for fat or for skinny, for rich or for poor, okay? That's all I have to say. All right, guys, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into our confessions of the day. Jenna, is there anything you're confessing your love for for this evening? I'm um, not being I'm confessing my love for being happy, being free. I'm I'm gonna give one of your confessions today, one of your bullshit confessions. I'm confessing for you wow. know, the air and breeze and you know, just life and just appreciating <laughs> life and just being your own person. Bullshit. You know? But that's it. I'm All confessing right, my love you, for another You are the day. best bullshitter. <laughs> You're the best bullshitter ever. <laughs> All right, guys. So with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and confess my love for my babies. Um, you know, I got, like I said earlier in the show, my twins are turning one year ago. You guys remember when I was telling them, oh, I'm about to add these big-ass babies, blah, 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 blah. And now they're about to, they pretty much walk in. They're about to turn one. They're humongous. Their hair is growing back from all the fucking hair shit, you know, the the crap they had, the cradle cap they had in their head, and they're just awesome. They're awesome kids. And then my seven-year-old, well, six-and-a-half-year-old, he'd be seven this year. It's just an awesome helper. So I'm confessing my love for my babies this evening. All right, and with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and end the show tonight so Jen can go ahead and hang out with his homeboy, D.L. Hubley. Oh, Jen, you want to play games again? Okay. Well, all right, you, you guys. Thank you, all for, <laughs> thank you all for hanging. I always do it with us this evening. You all can expect to hear from us next Sunday at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Have this in that drama, and don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, as I said earlier. This is your home, Miss Angel by Green. And I'm your other host, John Othello, and you are listening to Confession. I'm back inside now, so I see you. Good night, mate. Good night, John.